On this episode of the Virtually Free Podcast, I sit down with Amy Miller. And Amy was my very first paid coaching client. We talk about the struggles that a lot of virtual assistants experience in the beginning of building their business, in the middle, and all the in-between. So this episode is for you if you are getting started or thinking about getting started in the virtual assistant world. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Virtually Free Podcast. Today's guest is Amy Miller. How are you today, Amy? I'm doing great. How are you, Amy? Oh, I'm great. Yes, so we're both named Amy, um, (laughs) which could confuse everyone, but that's okay. Uh, And I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today, Amy, because you are, or were, my very first paying coaching client, which was real fun. I mean, we didn't do long, a lot of sessions together, but, um, it was really awesome, you know, helping you grow your business. So, you know, obviously this is a great segue into my next question. So why don't you tell, uh, the audience a little bit about, uh, what you're doing in your business these days? Mm -hmm. Um, so my business is mostly course creation consultations and, um, and the actual creation itself. So I sort of started out in the VA space, which is where I found you, which was super helpful. Um, Some of your content on the client onboarding process, I think is kind of what what was our initial connection, which was very helpful. And then, um, so I, I initially started doing VA type services and then I still do a little bit of that but also realized I wanted to use my education background. I have a degree in education um, and sort of my creative uh, tendencies and artistic side a little bit in helping people create courses. So that's what I'm branching out into. I still have one client that I work with doing admin stuff that I think will be a long-term relationship with her because we work well together and I love the work that she does. And then the rest of it is um, course related. Yeah. And that's, and that's such a, like a common kind of pathway for a lot of virtual assistants. You get your toes, your toes wet or whatever it is, whatever that thing mm-hmm. is. And, uh, you, you do admin, you, you start to understand like what type of people that you work well with, what type of people that you don't with. And you kind of go through this journey of kind of just pivoting slightly in your business to really make it something that you're happy and really ecstatic to wake up and go to work to every single day, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I love that you were able to pull on your previous skills because I think a lot of people, especially at the beginning, they're like, oh, I could never do this because I don't know like the internet or like, I don't, I've never used Facebook. I can't, I can't do social media, but you don't necessarily need to do like one of those like newer kind of services or virtual assistant services because Mm -hmm. like we still need like educational like really great course content that helps people actually learn. And it's funny because I'm actually going to be doing a podcast interview with someone else where we're talking specifically on this, but mm-hmm. it's, it's really great that you're in there because like, I think with this infopreneur space that we're in, we kind of forget that like, it's not just about, uh, it's not just about packaging our knowledge, 
marketing it and getting people to buy it like we actually if we're here to make impact and we're here to actually you know like really make a difference in the world like we got to make sure that the people that we're teaching are actually like assimilating the information and like understanding and then being yeah. able to take that and move forward so i'm yeah. so happy to hear that you were able to pull on that uh, expertise and you know you you mentioned about you'll probably still do virtual assistant work for that one client and like mm -hmm. that's the best thing about this business is yeah. you get to decide right like you are passionate about course creation but you're also like well but i also am passionate about helping this one person so right yeah exactly that's, that's yeah. awesome so how and many awesome. clients yeah no, go, go, ahead. go ahead oh no i was just gonna say like so how many clients are you working with right now um Right now I have, well, I have my one consistent um, VA work that I do. And then I'm kind of in the process of a, of a consultation with mm -hmm. a woman. I just wrapped that up and then I'm, um, I'm working on a complete creation package with somebody. So right now I'm working with, um, with three different people. And that's, that's a lot though, because if you're doing a complete creation, like yeah. that's, that's like, that's not just like, oh, give me your content and I'll make it into a course. That's like a deep dive into this person's like business yeah. and like mentality almost. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really interesting because I'm, I'm in a, um, I'm doing a coaching, I'm participating in a coaching program right now to, um, to focus my sales efforts and, uh, try to make that as authentic as possible. And um, so I ended up, you know, I booked this creation project with this friend of mine and then started to dive into it. And then I kind of had this sense of guilt around that I wasn't focusing so much effort on reach out and marketing and all of this stuff. And I needed to just kind of take a step back and think like, wait, but it's okay because I'm actually doing the thing right now. <laughs> you know, I'm actually doing the thing that I'm trying to market myself and put myself in a position to be visible about. Um, you know, I've actually arrived and booked that service. So I can take a step back right now from the marketing and the sales and the outreach um, and focus on this at the moment. Um, so that was a few weeks ago um, as I, you know, tried to figure out, well, what does this look like? What does this whole comprehensive package look like? And what is the process? Um, and then now I'm kind of on the tail end of that. So I can come back to the beginning of the cycle and think about, okay, well, what's my next move now, you know, and how do I, how do I um, continue booking clients for this service? Yeah, and that's, I like how you, you mentioned that because I think that's the one interesting thing that I see a lot of online service providers kind of get into the mentality is like, they once they figure out like this one thing, like everything will be good and they'll have clients on repeat and like all this stuff. But then once you kind of get those foundations down, it's like it's the next, the next hurdle that you have to go through. And for a lot of us, like selling it, like I'm horrible at selling or <laughs> limiting beliefs, sorry. But like I was really bad at selling, but I, I did what I could to educate myself. I took a course like you did um, mm -hmm. on how to sell properly. And it really did help my confidence. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's awesome to hear that you're like, okay, like this was something that I was, you know, not doing 
exceptional in or like up to your standards, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you got better and you decided to invest. And I think that's another thing that so many people, especially virtual assistants, you know, specialized service providers like yourself, we, we forget that like, we're just as required to know all these skills as coaches or, you know, multi-million dollar consultants and all these, you know, all the entrepreneurs we kind of hope that we can be at someday or some of us do, you know? Mm-hmm. So, right. um, so what was your biggest struggle? So like now you're dealing with like selling and it sounds like mm-hmm. you're really working on that and it, it's going really well. So when mm-hmm. you first started, like as a virtual assistant yeah. uh, or even before you were actually a virtual assistant, what would you say like your biggest, like you were like, oh my God, your biggest fear was about potentially, you know, jumping in and doing this whole online thing? Yeah. Yeah. That's an excellent question. Um, Yeah, definitely. My biggest fear was, you know, that imposter syndrome type feeling and feeling like, um, well, who am I to be doing this? I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't have it all together. I don't have all the processes figured out. I stink at sales. You know, I have some of this knowledge i know how to um so funny i just love it we're all about animals on the virtual (laughs) cats dogs i think like someone was in their car recording one thing and they went by like a farm and they heard like a horse like it's all good it's all authentic cool 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 um at least right now it's not my crying children um Again, also very authentic. Also would be okay, but we've prevented that this time. Um, (laughs) So yeah, definitely fear around just thinking that I needed to have everything all figured out before anybody would take me seriously. You know, I needed to have my onboarding system completely perfected. I needed to have a shiny website. I needed to... um, know exactly how to do everything. And so that fear really kind of held me back initially from putting myself out there and thinking that I could do this. Um, But then I just kind of started reaching out to people and um, figuring out the people that I would like to work with, the people that I like the work that they are doing in the online space and reaching out to them to see if they had too much to do in too little time and telling them what I could help them with and seeing if we could figure it out from there. Um, But I needed to just kind of get over that initial hurdle of, um, of feeling like I didn't know what I was doing. And I had to just kind of keep reminding myself that whenever you start something new, you don't completely know what you're doing. Even if it's, you know, even if it's your standard traditional on the job type setting, you don't go into it knowing everything, you go into it willing to learn. Um, And so just kind of being comfortable in that space and figuring out what I could do with it. And imposter syndrome is so common. And like, I'm going to be real with you. I still deal with all these issues like yeah. every day. Like right. I'm like, oh, like my work with me page isn't up on my website and hasn't been for like 
two months. No one's going to want to ever work with me. Mm -hmm. Or like, whereas I've had people reach out to me and be like, this is what I saw on your about page. This is cool. Like, I'd like to work with you. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just like, it's almost like a lie because we want to stay comfortable, right? We want to be like, okay, this is where we know, this is what we can control. This is like where we know the X, like where the, like the end of the road kind of is. And like, obviously there's bumps along the way, but we can kind of figure it out. But when we go to step into these new spaces where like this road has been like very well, tra- I'm all about cliches today, but this road has been very well traveled, but like, it's not the norm, like, you know, so like when you step into that space, it's really, it can be so intimidating. And then, you know, as I said earlier, like you just go through new issue after new issue after new issue until you, you, you were always growing, we're always developing. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, imposter syndrome is so it's, it's, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Mm-hmm. And I've done a few episodes on it and I will continue to do more because mm-hmm. it's just, it comes up so much, mm-hmm. but I'm so happy to hear that you were able to be like, you know what, this is all BS. So let me yeah. do this. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. So like, when did, did you have like this moment where you're like, you know what, like this isn't serving me or was it just kind of like, mm-hmm. did you get a little, mm-hmm. my lessons were always learned from like crashing and burning with a client to be mm-hmm. honest. So I wonder mm-hmm. like, was that mm-hmm. something that happened or mm-hmm. let us know. Um, yeah, I think one thing for me was um, listening to that Elizabeth Gilbert book, The Creative Living Without Fear. Do you know that one? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. so good. Um, and she says something in there. Uh, well, um, obviously, she talks a lot about conquering your fears, but she says something about, you know, she addresses that fear is there to keep you safe, and that's its job. And you need to have it, but you also need to know that that is its purpose. And that when there isn't a threat, when you're not going to be doing something that's unsafe and that it's just something that you're going to learn from, that you need to tell that fear to just take a back seat, to thank it. That's kind of my, um, my mantra for moving forward in something is like thanking the fear like okay I see you thanks for keeping me safe I'm okay I've got this take a seat and so then I just try it anyway um and sometimes whatever it is works and goes great and sometimes like you said like it's something that doesn't work out it's a client relationship that only is a one-time project it only lasts a few weeks and then you're moving on um or it's something that you realize isn't a good fit i had that happen where um a woman i worked with for a few weeks we kind of decided that she wanted to go in a different direction and um needed somebody with some other skills and that was okay. So we moved on. Um, but really so, just kind of, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I just want to say, it's so wonderful that you have that like outlet because I work with so many people that like, just can't let that go. You know, uh-huh. like they feel like it's, oh, it's something that I, I did. It's something that like, you know, there's some resentment there. It's just something that you're like, I just wanted that client to work out so bad that it's so lovely that like to hear that you have that, like, you know what, like we tried. We, you yeah. know, we approached it and we we're now moving on like in a very healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's really 
is especially in you know in the like freelance online entrepreneur space you you can get really holding on tight to that income too yeah of course yeah. you know because a client means income and especially if you're working hourly um you immediately think well how am i gonna replace that um but for me it's important to just think well how excited was i to be doing what i was yeah. doing with her like was it really enjoyable or could I replace that with something that I enjoy a little bit more and for me that's kind of where the course creation stuff came in too was like well yeah I like the admin stuff that I'm doing with this one woman and I and I like taking on that role with her but then also um I like to change things up a little bit I don't I'm not one that wants to just um have some concrete VA positions that are just gonna keep me coasting through in a, in a place where I'm kind of repeating the same tasks over and over again. I want to do something for a little while and then change it and do something different, um, which is where, and I like to interact with people too. I like to meet new people and learn about their businesses. And so kind of getting into the the course consult and creation space gives me the chance to change it up a little bit, which um, is helpful for me. Yeah, and it's, it's one reason why I always tell so many like people that are looking to get into this, like don't get super attached to like the services that you choose, because yeah. I can guarantee you that like if you're in this business longer than like I mean, I would say six months, but like, let's just say two years, like yeah. you will change. You will add more services on. That's not to say you're not going to always offer the ones that you first offered, but like you will want to do exactly what you're doing. Amy is like expand your skill set, stretch yourself, like mm -hmm. grow a little more. Like, and once you, you know, once you get there, you're, you're in, you're doing the integration phase, you're, you're learning. You're like, okay, is this, I'm trying it on. Is this something that like, I liked it. Am I really jazzed up about it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, but I don't, I can't do this full time. And then you add something else and you take it away or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And like, that's one of the best things about our business. And like, I've done this so many times. I can't even tell you how many times I've changed my services. Mm -hmm. That being said, the title that I've been under has always kind of been the same way. Cause I feel like if you're going back and forth from being like, I'm a social media manager and now I'm virtual, like I just use virtual assistant. Oh, now I'm a course creator, but now I'm this and this and this and this, that like the messaging will get super complicated, but like, that's not to say that you don't still offer, you know, some services, not all mm -hmm. the services, but some. So, mm -hmm. uh, I, I really like that. And I love, I love seeing this stuff in action because sometimes people are like, Oh, I've only done this for like the last eight years. And I'm like, I'm so happy that you found something that quick, but did you ever want to try something else? Like maybe there's something that you love even more. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, everyone gets to decide what they're going to do. So for me, I'm always like, I'm an explorer. So I'm like, what else can I do that would maybe be fun? And you know, mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. um, but okay. So you, you are dealing with imposter syndrome. You kind of was just like, you know what, this is not, this is not my jam anymore. Like I need mm -hmm. to break out of this fear and just like do it because I'm not happy mm -hmm. where I am. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, so what's, what's, how's your business? Like, what are you struggling with your, in your business now? And like, I don't mean struggling, like where it's going to make or break it, but like, we're always dealing with something, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now I feel like, um, well, I've, I've kind of used this analogy when I was talking with some other people in business too, that, uh, I would like to be in a place where I feel like I'm kind of done planting my business and I'm able to grow my business. Yeah. You know, like I still sort of feel like I'm planting it. I feel like I am putting a lot of effort into uh, figuring out who I could contact next and doing some research and um, really just figuring out how to have the visibility that I want to have and kind of making, um, making my online community and the people I interact with and the people that my content gets in front of making that congruent with my ideal client, if that makes sense. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Making sure your messaging and your marketing and your, your like I don't want to say social media, but like that kind of content is attracting the people that you want to work with and not like a variation of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And to be able to kind of have, um, some small group of people that I know, um, are following along with me and, and are aware of what I'm doing, uh, that I can kind of reach out to and, check in on and see what they're up to and see if I could help them with anything. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of the thing right now. Um, but I see that happening too. And it's also, I think another big kind of mental hurdle is that desire for the instant gratification, right? Mm, Like wanting to, because once you do establish, okay, well, this is something I really want to do. Um, and I'm really excited about it. And here's my awesome sales page explaining what I do. Okay. Where are the people, you know, it's like, you want that to happen right away. Like, okay, where's my fully booked calendar? Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. (laughs) You know, but that's not the reality of it. And Um, you know, you have to kind of take a step back and like, be thankful for the little steps. Right. And like, yeah, exactly. Like I, I like patients, like all these things. I'm like, yeah, I still deal with all this. Uh, Patients like a big thing. I mean, I'm at the point where I'm able to be like, okay, I'm reacting the way I am, but like my, my mind can like calm it down. So it's like, okay, like Amy, you're, you're just being impatient right now. Like, just like, just chill. Like you got this, like, if you got to do a little extra work, like that's okay. Like this is all part of the journey. And I think a lot of us forget that like, we're going to look back on this and be like, this was the, like, not necessarily like the future is not going to be fun, but you're going to be like, it's, you can be so creative now and you get to really lay those foundations. However you want to create this business that suits your life perfectly. And like your personality and just like, you're like it's just everything it's like it's tailored to you and that's just it's so wonderful and it's it's like building a puzzle and I I'm not a big puzzle builder but when it comes to this stuff like I love it it's just it's just so much fun like and like 
it's just, it's hard because exactly what you said, you're like, oh my God, I've done everything that they've all told me to do. Mm-hmm. I should be a millionaire now. Right. right. Like, right. Yeah. That's the way it appears. Right. Like yeah. it's really, it's, it can be very deceptive um, getting into the online business space because you don't see, you don't see everybody's roadmap. You just see yeah. their final destination. Right. So And I think practicing, practicing the patience and practicing identifying, because I think initially when I first got started, I would allow that impatience to talk me out of stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. I would allow that impatience to bring me back to that imposter syndrome of feeling like, oh, well, I don't have a fully booked calendar right now, even after I shared my sales page with 25 people. So like, I must be doing something wrong. And so maybe I should just give up. And I think that's really key to building the business that you want is, is not letting that negativity talk you out of what you're doing. Exactly. Because like that, that circuit you kind of said where you have imposter syndrome, you you break through it and then you don't get your desired results right away or in the time frame that you want. Then you're like, oh, I was right. Like I was right before. I'm not supposed to be here. And then you do really have to understand that like our emotions are crazy. (laughs) Like I don't care who you are. It is like, they just run rampant, like all the time. So like to be able to observe that and be like, okay, like I, I understand that it's a reaction of this because I'm a little upset. Like I'm a little like impatient, but I mean, you can, you can be upset. You can be sad. You can be disappointed. Like those are other emotions that we kind of, we don't talk that much about. Like for me, I just went through a lunch and like, I'll be honest, it was like absolutely crap. But instead of, and I didn't talk about it that much because I was like, you know what? I know where my mistakes were made. I'm going to change it. And this is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. But when you're like coaching people and you're like, oh, well, like just do this and this and this and everything will be fine. And then you don't actually like be like, oh, I went through this too. Like I find that to be incredibly toxic in the mm-hmm. coaching industry. And I don't see it as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, I'm like, look, we're all this, we're all human. We have all have different life experiences. Building a business is going to be different. There's strategies mm-hmm. that will get us there, but it's not a 90 minute loop or a 90 day roadmap. It's not yeah. six, right. six months to $150,000. It's just, you can't sell that. And right. it's so it was, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. And it would be so nice to see a little bit more of the like recovery, right? Like a little yeah. bit more of like, okay, so here's what you can do. Here's, here's some steps you can take to, um, you know, have your highest potential of being successful, implementing whatever this project is that you want to see come to life, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, but what if you don't get the results you're hoping for? Then what are you going to do? You know, like, what is your, what is your next step? Like if it doesn't quite work out exactly the way you thought, (laughs) you know, like, yeah. And it's a really important question because some people will say, well, I'll just quit. (laughs) Right. You know, (laughs) like, like, oh, I tried it once. I'm not doing it again. Yeah. 
And like, yeah. that's not, I mean, you're not to say that you're not going to see some successes in the first chance, but I think like we, we get attached to this very specific outcome and we can't see how all the other good has come from it too. Right. Right. So right. it's just, it's, I, I just, I, I always laugh when they're like, Oh, we're going to have like these business coaching programs and they don't do mindset. I'm like, how, like how, <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. it's exhausting, but like, it's hard. Like life is hard. A bit growing a business is hard. So yeah, it is. It is. And mindset is essential. It's really, really essential. You have to be in, in a positive mindset and know how to manage a not so positive mindset. Otherwise that not so positive mindset is going to just take over the show. Yeah. And I like that. I like how you say learn to manage it because it's not a matter of getting rid of it. It's like, yeah. because it's just like, there's no way that you could not have a negative thought in your brain for the rest of your right. life. It's just impossible. So yeah, yeah. yeah like managing it. It's so important. so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Amy, it's been wonderful chatting with you. I love, I love these. I'm just like, oh, like we're the same person. Um, just like, yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Uh, and it's, it's, it's awesome. And I just, I'm so happy that uh, you were open to coming on the podcast because I knew we just had a lovely chat. So yeah, I knew we would too. I'm really, I'm really happy to talk with you and your, I mean, my, I got connected with you right as I was beginning on my journey and it's really been helpful and motivating to follow along with you and just, um, you know, stay connected with you here and there and keep in touch. And um, yeah, I'm really glad that we had the chance to talk. And I hope that, I hope that the audience finds it helpful and valuable. And I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. And th- and I promise I didn't pay her to say that. Uh, but <laughs> no, so I promise. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Um, but as I ask all our guests to leave the audience at the end of the show, with some wonderful words of wisdom. So I'm going to ask Mm -hmm. you to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I've been thinking about this as we were talking, (laughs) trying to prepare for this question. Um, And I think just kind of snowballing off of that, that mindset topic and kind of what we just were talking about that, to understand that a negative thought is going to happen and mistakes are going to happen and things are not always going to go exactly the way that you think that they will. And, and like we talked about, like not being super, super attached to one particular um, service or one particular outcome and, and knowing how to manage your mindset and celebrating your wins is so important and being really grateful for even just the small wins, even things like discovery calls and coffee chats and new connections and being really thankful for those things and letting that gratitude um, kind of catapult you into the next phase of your business. And then also having a really solid self-care plan and mental health plan for when you're not feeling so happy and motivated about it. And what are you going to do in those times? And how are you going to manage that? Um, 
and kind of ride that wave back to a more positive state. Because if you don't have a plan, you're going to just get sucked in by that negativity and, and not make the progress that you want.